Hola, car people, listeners, everyone out there. This is Nick Ramirez with Nicks and Quacks Windshield Repair Podcast Number Six. Today's podcast, I will bring you the latest news, information, commentary on car tech, electric vehicles, plus an update on the upcoming Auto Glass Week that will be held next month in San Antonio, Texas. So buckle in, stay alert, and enjoy the ride. That background music uh, is from a band that I was in back in the uh, early 80s. They were called Axis, and the name of the song, the tune is called Veronica. Okay, first off, with Auto Glass Week approaching really quick, it'll be held next month, September the 14th through the 16th in San Antonio, Texas, at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center in downtown San Antonio. The featured keynote speaker will be on Thursday, September 15th, the Emmy-winning host, author, and executive producer Mike Rowe, who is known for his work on television series Dirty Jobs, and somebody's got to do it, will be the speaker. I happen to have a guest today on my podcast who will also be at the show in San Antonio next month, so I'd like to introduce Mr. Corey Gobin of Delft Kits. Hello, Corey. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for taking my call, and I'm looking forward to the Autoglass Week next month in San Antonio. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me a little bit today. Um, anyway, on the on the tools or devices uh, that can be used for windshield re- uh, calibration, I did speak to Linda Rollison of Superior Autoglass in Tampa. And she talked about some kind of a device or a code reader that would uh, you put in the VIN number and then uh, you check the codes. And then after the windshield repair, if they match, then you're OK and there is no uh, recalibration required. So I won't go into any more of that. Um, but as far as the, uh, there is a, a recent uh, bill, uh, the current government is uh, expected to sign off this Friday a historic, unprecedented bill that includes $369, I'm sorry, $369 billion over the next 10 years to combat climate change, uh, global warming, whatever you want to call it, uh, with federal tax credits, grants, and other incentives to expand EVs, electric vehicles, battery storage products, solar and wind power to help reduce uh, greenhouse gas emissions here on our planet Earth. So um, anyway, uh, you, do you, you have any comment on that? Yeah, great. I, I I agree. I think this is a huge step forward uh, to protect our planet, and uh, you know, going forward, I think it'll make a difference, especially for the you know for future generations. You know, my grandkids and all that. Uh, anyway, um, I asked you about your uh, 
your your very first car, and you and you told me you had a, a, a an eighty one Cutlass Supreme. That's right. Yeah, my very first car was uh, remember remember like it was yesterday. I was uh, my sophomore summer of high school. I worked saving money, and I worked all summer saving money, and I bought me a nineteen eighty one Cutlass Supreme. It was uh, it was like emerald green with gray <laughs> interior, but uh. Was it a was it a two door? Yeah, two door, two door cut with the frame. Was it an auto automatic or stick? Probably auto, right? No, it's automatic. Yeah. Automatic. And then uh, I understand you currently drive a, a 2022 Ford Explorer. Yeah, I drive a Ford Explorer. So I'm in the Midwest, so you know you gotta have um, snow out here. So you know all wheel drive is, is important. Um, and I do a lot of travel, so I see a lot of auto glass shops are. Just a lot of people within the automotive industry that may well be doing windshield repair. I do hands-on training with them and things like that. So I'm on the road frequently. So since I'm on the road, I need the extra space for the SUV and the all-wheel drive. You know, just for the you know the climate out here. Yeah, that's a nice big uh, family vehicle uh, SUV. Do you have any uh, inkling to look at the? new ford uh, f-150 lightning uh that's that's an all ev truck that's coming out next year and i heard they're back ordered i saw the actual i guess a lot of people have been receiving that hummer lately Not uh -huh. me, but i saw the hummer people have been receiving them so i've been seeing those they look uh really nice um, um on the video footage that i've seen so i saw those i also have looked at tesla's before and um they look nice so i like the model I think it's a Model Y test, I like those. Model Y, uh, so yeah. Fact for you, I'm in central Illinois, and I actually go to the Iridium plant a lot, so they make Iridians out here in wow. Illinois, and they're headquartered here, so I've seen those, uh, a lot of those, because like, they're very big in the central area since they're, you know, one of their, their headquartered here. Uh, but I've looked at the EVs, um, and just main thing for me is just the supercharging thing of, um, you know, how they charge up and how many miles you can get, because... For my my work and personal life, it's good living um, in the area we live in. It's no problem uh, charging and driving, but longer distance. So being essentially, you know, I'm like two and a half hours away from Indianapolis, two and a half from Chicago, two and a half from St. Louis. So those longer rides um, without having chargers in between, yeah, with the, you know the range that you get. Yeah. Uh, that's the only reason that they hadn't had you pull the trigger on getting one. It's just due to the longer rides. My local ride is not an issue. It's just um, the longer rides that I, you know, have to think about, and you do have to add time when making those longer trips. So I've been thinking about it, researching it, but just haven't pulled the trigger on anything. But I do believe all the models actually look nice, um, and a lot of my feature packs are yeah. full of features that are uh, probably extremely helpful. So at some point, I probably will get one. Just haven't done it just yet. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same uh, boat, Corey, because the uh, the infrastructure hasn't been developed yet where, where you're not afraid to go venture out in the middle of nowhere and then end up with, with no charge on your car. But I think with this historic bill that's going to be hopefully passed on Friday, it's going to create a lot of that infrastructure for the uh, the electric car uh, market. And um, so lastly, I uh, wanted... Uh, asked you about your you know what you listen to when you're when you were in your ride and uh, you said uh, uh, something about pop and hip-hop yes I have an Apple music account so um, I listen to anything really but 
Hip hop or uh, R and B, whatever uh, you'd like to mention. Uh, let me look. I have to pull up my most played, recently played song. <laughs> okay. I don't even remember the name though. So, uh, so I guess uh, Beyonce just had the album. I guess I heard parts of that. I'm going through my Beyonce. Uh, yeah. Recently played. Uh, Calvin Harris. He's more pop. He uh, had released the album, so I listened to his stuff. Uh, he has a Corey, well, it was great talking to you. Uh, I thought you were out there in Eugene, but you're right now, you're out in uh, Illinois? Yeah, we're headquartered in Eugene, Oregon. Um, I live, I work remotely because I travel a lot, so um, I currently reside in uh, Champaign, Illinois. Oh, Champaign, okay, cool, cool. Okay, well, thanks again. I hope to see you uh, next month in San Antonio. I'm looking forward to it. All right, thanks, Corey. Corey Gobin of Delta Kits. The company is based in Eugene, Oregon. Corey was talking to me from Champaign, Illinois, so I'll toast to that. Podcast background music is kind of catching me in a groove, so I'd like to start uh, with the news segment of the podcast. Uh, I'm gonna. My first story is uh, about a touch of class by uh, a company called Hudway. This is uh, the source is the mandatory slash crave outlet, and this was printed online on uh, August the second. And the headline reads, At a touch of class, Hudway's heads-up display. A new car gadget can be yours for just 50 bucks. The unit mounts on the dash, then you load the display app on your smartphone, then you lay the phone flat in front of it, and you will get a heads-up display that kind of resembles the new high-tech HUDs that are currently being tested and featured on new cars. The HUD displays vehicle's data on the windshield. Um, The HUD's simplicity in its advertising uh, says there's no cables, no Bluetooth, and no charging required and should work on all smartphones. 
They go on to say that Forbes uh, magazine reports the gadget uh, is equal or better than a GPS units and that the $50 cost is due to a 16% knockoff the uh, MS uh, or the manufacturer's suggested re retail price. Okay, for my next story, uh, it has to do with uh, a swimming pool amenity uh, at a Tesla charging station. And uh, this is from a source, Electric, uh, written by uh, Fred Lambert on August 1st. And uh, Tesla deploys a swimming pool at a supercharger station. So Tesla has been providing amenities for EV drivers while the vehicles are being recharged and has now provided a swimming pool uh, in, in a station in Germany. Electric reports last week that Tesla has uh, also added some lounges that feature automated coffee, food at their supercharger stations. With the swimming pool, it is, it is reported can accommodate four people at a time and lasts for up to 10 minutes. My next story involves a Jaguar EV I-Pace catches on fire again, reads the headline. Another Bolt EV fire situation? This is also written by Electric, by the same, ra same writer, and this report states that a Jaguar EV battery on its own caught on fire on June 17th while parked in a Florida garage. According to an email sent by the car's owner, the, hard, the car had been charging overnight in his garage. After he awoke the next morning, he unplugged the vehicle and then drove the car to make some rounds and do some errands. He returned home, parked the car in the garage with the garage door open. He started hearing popping sounds coming from underneath and he went out to the garage he faced a thick wall of smoke but was able to move the car out of the garage and into the residential street while he went back to his home to call jaguar roadside assistance he heard some more popping coming from the car but now fire was coming from underneath the vehicle he called 911 and firefighters were able to put out the blaze but it took a while before the battery pack was completely out. Jaguar reportedly has not taken responsibility or commented on the incident, only saying that they have an ongoing uh, investigation. So, um, the Chevy Bolt was mentioned in the story because they also use the same type of battery, the LG Green, I'm sorry, the LG Chem Cell battery pack and have had recalls due to this due to battery fires erupting by themselves without any accident or external factor next story belongs to Jim Lambert I'm sorry Fred Lambert also uh, from electric and uh, the headline is GM offers 6k $6,000 to Chevy Bolt EV owners if they promise not to sue over the battery fire recall fiasco so GM has started offering Chevy Bolt EV owners a $6,000 refund if they promise to not file suit over the battery fire recall last year. The recall, which affected virtually all of the Chevy Bolt EVs sold, was a major setback for GM. GM finally made a decision to replace all the LG Energy Solutions 
battery cell modules in August of last year. The 6K offer to owners of the recalled battery cell packs was made after GM announced a 6K uh, cut on its new 2023 models. The price reduction is counter to a recent trend in which EV automakers have raised the cost of new EV, EV vehicles. This should make the Chevy Bolt EV and EUV one of the better values in terms of price for future customers. Next up from Car and Driver, uh, written by Eric Stafford on August 2nd, gas prices fall. Gas prices see the fastest decline in over a decade at 0.83 uh, cents decrease since mid-June. Gas prices have seen a steady decline, putting the national average price at 4.19 a gallon per AAA. The the per gallon rate is approximately a dollar more uh, in California and other densely populated states like New York. There are 19 states where a gallon of gas is under $4. Eight states pay $3.77 or less. Texas, the lowest price per gallon rate of $3.69 per, per gallon for regular gas. The highest national average price per gallon was $5.02 in mid-June of this year. Also from Car and Driver, Jack Fitzgerald reports on August 2nd that thieves were caught hoarding over $1 million in catalytic converters. Houston, Texas police recovered a huge cache of cats. Again, no, not the fluffy little kinds like my pussycat tequila. Catalytic converters. In a series of raids last week, investigators claimed 477 in one location alone. The report said they believe over time they may recover $12 million worth of theft traced to this organized operation. According to one Harris County, Texas sergeant, the main targets for the thefts were the Toyota Tundra pickup trucks. The cats were stored in seven different Houston locations and were being shipped to buyers out of state. The cost to replace a cat converter on a Tundra can cost anywhere between $1,800 to $3,000. Up next from Car and Driver, an article written by B.C. George on June 27th of this year, the first electric car ever reviewed by Car and Driver from 1960. Car and Driver is one of the one of this podcast's main sources of news and data I use published a report by Sports Cars Illustrated from its January 1960 issue. One of the first all-electric EV cars was poised to take the second car market by storm. The two-seater vehicles was manufactured by the Nick L. Silver Battery Company in Santa Ana, California. The article goes on that there will be no gasoline or pollution problems with the Pioneer, as it was called. Tests thus far uh, indicate operating co uh, costs would be under one-third of a cent per mile. Concealed beneath the luggage space in the car flooring were 12 special designed 4-volt series wired batteries. The car also featured a removable hardtop, 
Top speed was only 50 miles per hour, but the car's acceleration was quick and brisk. The car was tested in San Francisco and reportedly had no problems climbing steep hills. The vehicle was very quiet and described as ghostly. The range for the Pioneer was rated between 100 and 150 miles per charge. A full charging took approximately eight hours. The battery life was uh, three years and would cost $300 to replace. Cost of the Pioneer at the time of the planned release would have been $1,995. My next story involves Tesla uh, and is was printed by the Associated Press writer Tom Krishner on August the 6th. Tesla autopilot forces new scrutiny. Tesla cars in two separate crashes involving motorcycles that killed two people last month has the NHTSA National Highway Traffic Safety Administration investigating. The NHTSA sent two teams to, of investigators, one to Riverside, California, and another to a site near Draper, Utah, in which Teslas collided with motorcycles on freeways in night darkness. The NHTSA suggests, I'm sorry, suspects the cars may have been using their partially automated driver assist systems autopilot feature when the accidents occurred. Michael Brooks, acting executive director for the nonprofit Center for Auto Body, I'm sorry, for Auto Safety, wants the NHTSA to recall the autopilot feature due to its alleged non-recognition of motorcycles, emergency vehicles, or pedestrians. Brooks went on to say, quote, It's pretty clear to me, and it should be to a lot of Tesla owners by now, the stuff isn't working properly and it's not going to live up to expectations and is putting innocent people in danger on the roads. Unquote. Tesla has eliminated use of radar from its systems relying on cameras and computers, uh, computer memory. Brooks and other safety advocates say the lack of radar hurts vision in the darkness. The two people killed in the crashes were the drivers of the motorcycles. And finally tonight from Digital Crossroads in a column by Larry McGid, published on August 5th of this month, uh, Driver Assist Tech Coming to You Soon. This writer, Larry McGid, published a column on how GM and Ford Motor Company are not far behind Tesla when it comes to ADAS technology. Tesla is the only current car maker who offers FSD, or full self-driving, as a beta program, but other automakers now are featuring cars that will keep your car in its lane and some without having to keep your hands on the wheel. GM's new Super Cruise tech will be expanded to work on undivided highways in the U.S. and Canada, doubling its Super Cruise road network that can be explored hands-free. In Super Cruise mode, the car will accelerate or brake as needed, steers to keep you in your lane, and in certain scenarios will also allow the car to change lanes to pass slower traffic and move to a lane that may be ending. Unlike Tesla's autopilot that requires pressure on the steering wheel, proving that they can take over if needed, GM's tech 
focuses on driver's head position. Other differences between Tesla and GM Tech is GM uses LiDAR map data, GPS, radar, and camera and cameras while Tesla does, does not use LiDAR and recently stopped using radar in some models. LiDAR is tech that uses light detection and ranging using lasers to create 3D representation of the environment. The GM Super Cruise tech mentioned here is mostly offered in higher end models like Cadillacs and Hummers, but has pledged to roll it out to other models. Ford offers its Blue Cruise describing it as intelligent adaptive cruise control. The feature has stop and go, lane centering, and speed sign recognition. Like GM, Ford's tech allows for hands-free driving while monitoring your eyes and head with an in-cabin camera. The writer Larry McGid goes on to say that he has been road testing the Tesla FSD and wrote that while promising but buggy, he also states that Tesla has gotten better with its over-the-air updates, but is still buggy and jerky. Quote, truth be told, FSD requires more concentration than regular driving because not only do you have to worry about your own and other drivers' mistakes, you must also anticipate and correct mistakes made by the car's software. In summary, this Tesla owner-rider suggests anyone looking to buy a new car should consider an EV. After owning a Tesla Model 3 for over three and a half years, I can't imagine going back to a gasoline car, unquote. He also recommends ADAS Tech, adding that it helps you avoid collisions when changing lanes or someone cuts in front of you. Auto braking can also be a lifesaver. Quote, I can look forward to the day when I can sit back in the backseat of my car using my phone or laptop or maybe even taking a nap or enjoying a cocktail. But until then, attentive driving and a little tech help will have to suffice. Alright then, that wraps up episode 6 of Nixon Quask's Windshield Repair Podcast. I would like to thank Corey Gobin of Delta Kits for being my guest today. I look forward to seeing all of you next month in San Antonio for Auto Glass Week. Until then, adios and take care of your windshield. Que decidida me dio su amor